All right, welcome back to the Quack Report. My name's Carter, and here with me on Zoom once again is Nate. Hello. How's it going? Oh, not too bad. Yourself? Not bad. You hanging in there? I'm hanging in there. What, uh, what's your, your new normal turned into? Uh, my sleep schedule's all messed up again. <laughs> uh, back to like my high school days of staying up till like three or four in the morning and waking up at like noon or later. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a little bit weird. How did but... you get to class? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, that was okay. My high school weekend routine. Uh, okay. There you go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So yeah, now that I, I really don't have to be up for anything, all my classes are just like, teach yourself, let me know if you have questions sort of thing. It's like, well, yeah. if I don't have to be up at nine, I'm not going to get up at nine. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's me here too. So I, uh, I'm just finishing up one assignment for a class and I've done that class once I hand nice. it all in. And then, yeah, I have one more assignment, did another one, and then I've done that one. And my last midterm opens on... Friday. It's open for a week for my last class. So nice. I, was, I was lucky. I was only taking three classes this semester to to finish up. But even then, they were they were just extra ones. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I have a final that's open. It opens on Friday. Yeah, like the third, and then goes until the fourteenth. Like it's yeah. it's basically just open for a week <laughs> and a half. Though, like what, whenever uh, you get to it. <laughs> yeah. What what class is that one? Economics, like economics. Enjoy economics, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mine's my kinesiology one. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. All those ones just, like, just don't even care. <laughs> yeah, it's just like here's the slides, go for it. So, yeah, but yeah, because yeah, we, I wrote my second midterm like the day before our school shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, yeah, like you'll get your your exam mark back like the next week. I took a look and I did like ten percent better than my last one. I'm like, like sweet nice so, i kind of i almost prefer it this way that just kind of teach yourself do everything on your own time sort of thing yeah um, i hate the like oh you have to do this at this specific time sort of routine it's like well i have this project due so i don't want to go to class but then i'll fall behind so like yeah exactly i kind of like, like just catching up to it later and like just yeah. doing economics for three hours straight one day or something and while i work on a project you know yeah, for a couple like, days before that yeah, and like sometimes you may procrastinate it a little bit, but like eventually bit. you're like, I know I need to do this still. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, you're not you're not getting broken up by like having to go to other classes or just like other responsibilities. Even at this point, you're just like, I'm I'm here. This is what I have to do. So, yeah, and I mean, I was going to procrastinate anyways. <laughs> that's that's the name of the game, man. <laughs> a lot a lot of chill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm watching uh, like watching old highlights and stuff like that. Um, yeah. My dad just gave me the account stuff for uh, Sportsnet now. So nice. uh, after this, I'll be I'll be probably watching some some old games or that that they've been showing. So yeah, been exploring that, a little bit. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love that they're doing that too. Yeah, uh, I guess you would know this since you also uh, have Sportsnet now. But you can. It doesn't matter how many devices you have attached to an account. It's just you can only watch on one device at a time correct yeah yeah exactly sweet because i have it on my computer already i'm gonna throw it on my xbox and maybe my phone for like down the line yeah so yeah no that's smart yeah i've done that before where i'm out and about and see a game goes to overtime and pull it up on my phone really quick yeah just to catch the end yeah it's good um well i guess let's get into some news the ducks were somewhat active over these uh uh, last few days since we it's, last recorded. Yeah, it's, 
It's nice to have some legitimate news to talk about. Yeah, no, it really is. Uh, so Trevor Zegras, the first round pick of the Anaheim Ducks in the 2019 draft, the last one that happened, uh, ninth overall pick, just signed him to an ELC, uh, the basically the standard for a first rounder, three years, 925000 per year, and then uh, also loaded with some performance bonuses worth a grand total of just over two and a half mil. And a, Those are uh, some big bonuses, dang. <laughs> yeah, and a <laughs> signing bonus uh, worth 277 Point five thousand, uh, so about ten percent, an extra ten percent every year, just for just for signing. That's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, that's a good deal I, for him. I did see, I think it was on the post for the Zegers signing. Actually, uh, it was either him or another uh, like college guy that got signed. But people were like, "Well, why not like finish your degree or that sort of thing?" And like everybody replying was just like, "Cause the money, right?" Like you. Like, yeah, it's, you're maybe not going to be playing in the NHL right away, but you're still able to make some cash. And, mm-hmm. like, this is a prime example of it. Like, sure, it's you maybe don't have – it's kind of a double-edged sword where if, like, you leave school, you don't really have anything to fall back on in case something happens. But, I mean, you can always go back with the money that you made. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's okay to go, like, at 19 years old, go play – pro hockey in the AHL because uh, you're going to get paid. Yeah. The nine twenty five or I guess it'd be a two way contract. So he's, mm-hmm. so his minor, I just pulled it up. His minor salary is 70 grand. So, which is enough. Make That's 70 enough. grand for to, just to play hockey. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that that's exactly why you like if a kid gets offered a contract, he'll he'll jump from school right into the pros. So, oh, yeah, they're, they're also, just in school also, so like, they can play in the NCAA. That's the only reason. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, he, and then too, like they're also making the jump because they have the confidence in themselves, right? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, I know I can play at a, at a pro level, so I'm going to go do it and I'm going to make some money on top of it. So, yeah. Um, and then uh, just for some context with that contract, he played in the World Juniors this year. We talked about him a little bit back in uh, January when that was going on. Totaled nine assists in that tournament and in the NCAA with Boston University in 33 games played, 11 goals, 25 assists, and 36 points, which is solid numbers. This is going to be a dish guy, and I love it. Oh, yeah. So, like, it would be, don't get me wrong, it'd be great to have like some legitimate firepower. But I mean, 11 goals in 33 games is not terrible, especially with Boston University, who are known for getting guys who can shoot the puck and mm-hmm. that's not to say that he can't but like for in order for those guys to be able to shoot the puck you need a guy who can give you the puck and uh Z-Grass is one of those guys so you know i think just like based on this signing alone looking towards the future like you're getting those guys who can give the puck already and then you're gonna bring in maybe by free agency even the guys that you know can put the puck in the net after yeah, exactly. Uh, I would argue we even have a couple in the system already, you know, with like yeah. Henrik, Silverberg, uh, to name a couple. Milano, so, yeah. Milano, he, he's shown he can do that. I mean, yeah. only in a, a very small sample size, but even uh, in Columbus, he, he showed that as well. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited for him. I hope that he, well, I know he'll play in the AHL next year. I hope he sees at least some NHL next year, at least gets those nine games under his belt, um, potentially more if he, he proves it, but yeah, I, I think he's going to be good in a couple of years. Are you going to get a, a Z grass jersey? 
<laughs> Maybe one day, yeah. <laughs> we can uh, we can talk about jerseys a little bit uh, a little bit later here. We'll get yeah. to the rest of the news here first, but yeah, for sure. A uh, couple other signings that happened same day, actually. A um, couple other draft picks from a couple years ago um, that just never got signed. Jack Badini and Hunter Drew. Uh, Badini signed a two-year contract worth two hundred or sorry eight hundred and five thousand per year. Uh, he was a 2017 third-round pick by the Ducks. Uh, he played for Harvard University in the NCAA and in 31 games played six goals, eight assists for 14 points. I don't really know a lot about uh, Bedini uh, off the top of my head, but so I, I can't really comment a whole lot on the contract except for, you know what, two years at 805, and that's NHL level as well. Do you have his minor salary there? Uh, no, I can pull it up. Okay. Um, but yeah, like even if he, he does make an impression in the NHL, um, yeah, 805k a year for two years. Yeah. Plus, uh, it looks like, yeah, there's signing bonuses and, um, performance bonuses and stuff like that. Like that's not a terrible contract, um, even for not that many points, but Mm -hmm. yeah, his minor salary is 70k as well. Yeah. You can't go wrong with it. So. And especially yeah. for two years, you're not locked into that for uh, a very long time. So, no, yeah, if it doesn't pan out, you're not you're not hurting too much. Like, yeah. it's a contract you can bury in the minors, so it doesn't even really go against your cap hit. So it's yeah, pretty. Nice and that's that an way. easy, and that's even an easy like minor trade if it does come to that. Obviously, I'm not. Oh yeah, for Benini to get traded like after just getting signed. <laughs> like, no, you want your your picks and stuff to work out for you. You don't want it to work out for somebody else. Uh, yeah, Chicago there with uh, Panarin sending him to Columbus, doing really good. Now he's making uh, what ten million in New York. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's a bad move if you want to talk about bad moves. But like, if it were to come to the point that like Badini doesn't doesn't pan out in uh, like the Anaheim system or San Diego, um, it's an easy enough contract to to move. So yeah. Yeah, I think what you're trying to say is it's low risk, which is yeah, what you, it's, what you it's, want yeah, from these kind risk. of contracts. Yeah. yeah, it's low risk for us, and it's low risk if it comes down the line for somebody else. Yeah, so. yeah. and uh, let's talk about Hunter Drew as well. He signed his three-year deal uh, worth nine hundred, or sorry, 793000 uh, just above that, you know, some decimal points, but yeah, whatever. He was a 200... 200 Oh my God. <laughs> a 218. <laughs> 218 from the future. 2018 sixth round pick. Uh, he already had a, just an AHL deal signed. So this is his uh, NHL ELC, I guess. So he played with the Gulls 29 games this last season. Two goals, five assists and for seven points. He also played a little bit in the ECHL with the Tulsa Oilers and got four assists in five games down there. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not terrible numbers for what that's 34 games of uh professional experience there yeah Yeah, low draft pick but he's showing that he's got some promise uh give him his first like nhl big boy contract um and yeah same thing low risk even at three years you're paying just over what would be the minimum salary for an nhl player which i believe right now is 725 or 750 yeah it's Um, it's around there but yeah you're not you're not paying a whole lot more um it's a nice 60k and signing bonus as well and stuff like that so yeah, yeah again this is a, a low risk a, deal he, he's shown that he can do a little bit in the the ahl at least um yeah exactly it's not like uh it's not like zegris or uh badini who have 
NCAA numbers to back it up. That's not a that's not a diss on the NCAA by any means. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like, uh, but Hunter Drew here has shown in professional hockey that he can be a guy who can produce some points. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Again, his minor salary fifty five thousand dollars. So like, it, there's no pressure to to really bring him up to the NHL. I think he could be a good call up guy. Uh, yeah, w- when the injury bug inevitably hits everybody at some point in the season. So, <laughs> oh, hey, 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 we we don't talk about bugs right now, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, poor choice of words. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think he's well liked uh, in San Diego. From I, I've heard a little bit about him, not a crazy lot, but uh, yeah, I think that that's also a good deal. So yeah, that's uh, I'll I'll say it on air right now. That's something that we need to do better. Is we actually need to take a look at our. Uh, our minor leagues a little bit more as well. We got to keep up with the date with that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we will be better uh, I know for next all, to, all of you. <laughs> yeah. I know next to zero prospects in the duck system. Like it's, <laughs> I, I'd be, I, I don't think I could name five that aren't <laughs> right in front of me on, on our outline. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, we'll have even more to talk about at some point in uh, the, the next few months here, but we're not exactly sure when we'll have more prospects to talk about. As the NHL draft was postponed along with the NHL awards and scouting combine, all three of these events uh, planned for June at some time, combine uh, June 1st to 6th in Buffalo, the awards June 18th in Vegas, and the draft the 26th and 27th in Montreal. Uh, no dates set yet. Locations could possibly change as well, depending on uh, arena or whatever, wherever it's going to be availability, but yeah, something they've got to figure out and postponed for now. Yeah, because uh, I believe the combines are normally done like in the arenas as well, right? So I forget mm-hmm. what the Buffalo Arena is off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, you'd have to like figure out scheduling with that um, if the states and the world is a lot better by June even. The NHL Awards in Las Vegas... It's Las Vegas. I'm not even thinking people-wise. I'm thinking you have a bunch of shows that happen, and you you have to organize around those. Um, I forget what hotel it's. The the NHL awards are normally at. I want to say it's the MGM, but I could be totally wrong. And uh, yeah, same thing with the draft in Montreal. At this point, the draft has become so big that you have to have it in these arenas. It's not like even back to the uh, like the Sidney Crosby draft in 2004. Five that would have been yeah 2005 because Ovechkin was 2004 um like those were in like ballrooms right but not really a whole like any fans in attendance or that sort of thing so like even in the last 15 years the draft itself has grown exponentially um so yeah it's as much as it seems maybe a little ridiculous that it's like oh it's just the end of March right now and we're postponing things that are at the end of June it does make sense just in case um yeah yeah even if things are getting better you just have to you can't stay on it's more you can't stay on a set date when you don't know what's going to happen so it's better just to say we'll postpone it reschedule whatever yeah it also says like even if it was expected that you know everything would go back to normal in a month you you would still want to finish the rest of the the um the nhl season or playoffs uh most of the playoffs i guess i i didn't even think about that actually yeah so if you're if you're pushing those into the summer june and july then you're not going to have the draft going on at the same time yeah you're gonna have the draft like yeah you're gonna have the draft at like the end of august maybe even like 
beginning of September. Yeah, the awards uh, too, because like even if you if you play a couple more regular season games too, even a couple weeks, like that's enough games for things to change in terms of the Calder, the Heart, the yeah, um, the Rocket Richard, uh, even I, the Art Ross. So, it's, man, I I hate to say it, but I do think we're like if like I'm assuming this will go for another week, but like we have one more week of like most of the world in like as shut down as it is like not entire but like a lot of the world is you're seeing the cancellation of the rest of the nhl season and you're looking at just straight into the playoffs by points percentage i'm thinking so yeah um i i've i've heard a lot of players don't like that though they want to play at least like a week or so of regular season because well they, they had like um like zoom conferences with the captains of the division. So they had Flurry with Vegas and then Getz Laugh, Couture, and I think is it Jeff Carter is captain of the Kings or Kopitar? Uh, Kopitar. Yeah. Yeah, Kopitar. Uh, they were all in a conference and then for the Pacific it was um, McDavid, Giordano. Yeah, like for the for the uh, Pacific. Ekman yeah. Larson and Bo Horvat. Yeah. So they like split it up that way. But yeah. um, Giordano and McDavid were talking, they're like, yeah, like if we just jump right into playoffs our two teams are playing against each other. It's going to end up being the Stockton <laughs> Heat against the <laughs> Bakersfield Condors because everyone's just going to kill each other basically in this first game. Which yeah, makes I was sense. Say, like, that's I was how playoffs say, like, are going to happen for most teams is they're just yeah. going to kill each other and then no one's going to be able to play anyways. Yeah, I was going to say like for the if there was a Battle of Alberta for the first round, I mean, someone's going to get hurt no matter what. But if you don't have any games going into it, somebody's going to die. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, it's not an exaggeration at this point. See, I think, I think you can kind of have a mix of the two. You're going to see the cancellation of the regular season, like the rest of it. But you'll maybe get like two or three exhibition games just to get legs back under you. And then you're going straight into playoffs. Yeah. I guess more news while we're just on the topic of. COVID-19. So it has reached NHL players. Uh, Two Cents players had uh, tested positive for it and they've already recovered, thankfully. And uh, two Avs players have also been confirmed to have tested positive. One has already recovered. The other one was just announced a couple days ago. So um, hasn't recovered yet, but uh, from what I've heard, has been doing well. So um, it looks like it had reached it kind of before it was suspended because the Avs played the Sens you know, just before the season was ended or yeah. had ended um, or was canceled, postponed, whatever you want to call it. So I think we might see some other cases pop up. I think I read that the Avs were in San Jose next after their game against the Sens. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if we they, saw a couple they cases had, pop up there. Yeah, they had shutdowns. They were like, San Jose was one of the first teams to say that they were going to be playing to open, like, to empty buildings and the, like, the, county there i forget what it's called but like they were like you can't be doing this anymore and stuff like that so yeah um i'm honestly just waiting for them to say anaheim for somebody um, yeah because i mean we played we played ottawa near the end and there yeah we we played san jose after the, the abs did so it's, yeah so like the, this it's inevitable i think none of these players have been identified um but it did come out was it yesterday that the so saturday i guess that uh, it was the sens radio broadcast or radio analyst had also contracted it so yeah 
So it's I not just doing like one of the any yeah, it's anybody who's in the organization has had mm-hmm. contact in some way or another. Yeah, I would imagine it was like one of the intermission or like post game interviews. He went down to yeah. do one of those, and someone gave it to like it got transferred in some way yeah. between them. So I would imagine that was how that occurred. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, the radio broadcaster's up in the booth, right? So how does it travel that yeah. far? But that's probably what it was for. So, um, but the. Some NHL-related uh, companies are doing stuff about it. Uh, Bauer, they are known for making helmets, uh, and Brian's known for making their pads. They have um, announced that they are you know, changing some of their production lines a little bit to make some medical protective gear. So Bauer is producing full face shields uh, that right now are just single-use, but eventually will be um, like washable, cleanable, and sanitizable, I guess is the proper word for that. Yeah. And then uh, Brian's also making medical gowns out of their, uh, similar to their pad material, I would assume. So Yeah. Yeah. Bauer being like an all-encompassing hockey brand, right? Not uh, like just helmets, but gloves, sticks, protective mm-hmm. gear of any sort, and uh, it, as well as goalie gear, whereas Brian's is a, uh, is goalie's own, like goalie specific. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, great for these companies to be able to step up and uh, contribute in any way they can. Um, you see this outside of hockey as well in different ways. You have, uh, actually, there's uh, one of the local breweries from our hometown. Uh, they shut down production of uh, their uh, their beer making and that and are making hand sanitizer. Even. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard about a, a couple other places doing yeah. that too. Yeah. Uh, I even heard Louis Vuitton shut down like their perfume business to make hand sanitizer. So pretty much oh, like wow. anybody, like any store or like company or production that's like, they have the tools to be able to make something that can help or that they can contribute to help. You hear a lot of that happening. So uh, I think the cool part with the Bauer move though, with the uh, face shields is that they aren't going to like, they aren't going to try to patent it or keep it to themselves. They're actually making those designs available to the public. So any company can pick it up and uh, contribute as well. So that's great to hear. Which is really great, yeah. It shows they're not doing it for the money. They're doing it because they, yeah. they want to and they can. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. All right, well, let's, uh, before we move on to uh, the main topic for today, the top 10 centers, let's get into uh, Cool Hockey. Uh, since 1999, coolhockey.com has been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed NHL hockey jerseys in North America. Quality is just as important to them as it is to you. And that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA. Cool Hockey stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok, and CCM, and hand stitches them in their 15,000 square foot state-of-the-art production facility in Toronto, Ontario, to ensure the most authentic customization possible. Since they don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors, they are able to offer the best quality, pricing, and delivery time on all their products. Cool Hockey staff live and breathe hockey, and it shows in their work. Find out why CoolHockey.com is the number one source for NHL hockey jerseys online. And if you buy today, you can get your first or next jersey from them for, holy shit, 40%. What? 40%. Just use the promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Again, that's promo code THPN for 40 fucking percent. (laughs) but hurry but hurry that deal won't last long i know we say like 
oh yeah, like the, the deal won't, won't last or that sort of thing. But it's like a number that like will, will come back at some point or whatever, but like 40% will not last long. No, no, it really won't. They, I don't even know how they make money off of 40% off. Like, <laughs> do they just find like a box of jerseys on the side of the road and they're like, oh, sick free jerseys. Let's offer 40%. <laughs> Uh, that's that's insane um all right well let's let's get into this i know the answer but tell everybody are you going to be getting a jersey with this 40 percent off using code thpn i am yes i uh i'm i'm pulling the trigger on the jacob silverberg jersey Ooh, it boy. makes me it makes me so glad that i didn't buy it last week when i was thinking about it when it was 30 percent <laughs> off i was like ah, yeah. i don't know i think i'll just wait i'll just wait a little bit and then it came out with 40 percent, and i was like you got me. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm man, like as much as I'm like, Oh, like I, I might not have a summer job or that sort of thing. And like, I'm, well, I mean like we both are, but like I've already applied for school again for a second degree in education. So I'm like, well, I kind of need money, but I'm, but even I'm going like, huh, I could do chur- two jerseys right now. <laughs> yeah. dude, I, dude, you're like losing money if you don't take this offer. Right. Cause like, let's be honest, we're going to buy the jerseys eventually. So like, yeah. why not do it when they're almost 50% off when they're almost half price? Exactly. 40% is insane, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's so, awesome. all right. So let's break down even what you can do uh, by using the code for, so you save 40% off your Jersey for yourself by using the code THPN. You can help support the channel uh, better microphones. We're looking into doing video starting next season. We're hoping um, giveaways, that sort of thing. Who knows? Maybe someday we get to give away uh, a, a jersey. That'd be great. We'd love to do That'd that. Be sick. Yeah. Uh, on top of any jersey that you buy from coolhockey.com also puts you into their contest to get a complete 31 of 31 collection. And they've also brought back the mystery gift cards. So you spend $50 on a gift card. You can either just get the $50 uh, in gift card form or it could get bumped up to 100 or there's one card of $300. So Cool Hockey's got a lot going on right now. So like you spending, yeah, you spending on a new jersey 40% off, yeah, could win you a 31 of 31 collection. Like that's worth it in itself. I did the numbers on it. And to get like a 31 of 31 collection uh, with customization is like, I think I did the numbers like seven and a half grand Canadian. So that's like, yeah, like six grand American or something like that. I'm just just spitballing on the number, but it's, it is worth it if like for 40% off. Absolutely. So yeah, 100% it is. Make sure you get in on that. So there is also still the um, cool hockey THPN tankathon contest yes, that is, is uh going on so it was based on the draft which is now obviously uh postponed or like the draft lottery sorry which um yeah i don't know i haven't heard anything about it. i guess they would have to figure out playoff position and who's actually included in the draft lottery first but yeah it is still a thing so go on tankathon's website hit sim lottery post a picture on twitter all, all the details are at hockeypodnet. we won't bore you with all the details on here so but yeah lots, interest- of, lots of opportunities oh. with them yeah for sure uh, something interesting, actually, I just thought about like with you bringing up the the draft lottery. If you go by the 2014 uh, thing, that bumps your odds, actually, if you're in that bottom, what would that be? I can't do math right now. Eight. <laughs> eight. Yeah, if you're in that bottom eight. Um, eight or seven? No. Oh, oh, you mean for like of the whole league? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Bottom seven. I was thinking like the 16 to 24. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But who knows? That could actually bump 
because it's like the teams that would be like in the in the bottom of the 24, right? Like they would otherwise be in the lottery, but they have a chance on leave for the Stanley Cup, right? So yeah. it could be that like those teams who, even if they did the 24 teams, they aren't able to get in like the Anaheim Ducks. It could be, okay, we're just going to have the lottery be for you seven teams and the odds go up crazily then. Yeah, I, so, I really hope so. I, I really doubt it. I want to say that they would... That's the only way I can see it being fair, actually, uh, because it's like, okay, you've exchanged uh, a chance at like a high draft pick uh, for a chance to win the Stanley Cup, right? So I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting. interesting. It's going to be interesting for sure, yeah. So, Do you want to move into our our top 10 list for this week? Sure, why not? All right. So we're doing some top 10 lists for best players in the franchise. We're looking at centers this week, and then over the course of the next few episodes, uh, I guess four to be specific, we'll look at left wings, right wings, defense, and goalies. Uh, not necessarily in that order, but I mean, it does kind of make sense to do it yeah. that way. So we'll see. So we each made our own top 10 lists, and then we consolidated it into a single top 10 list. That's that, a big word there, consolidate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's like... Over three syllables. Consolidate. You're getting really smart there, just being hunkered down, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've uh, exhausted every possible option, and now I'm reading the dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's already read the Bible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after the dictionary, thesaurus time. Oh, there you go. Going to learn about some dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you've read the dictionary, haven't you read the, the thesaurus? Uh, I mean, I guess. If you've it's read kind the of the dictionary- sequel. If you've read the dictionary, haven't you read every single book? It's just in a different order. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So I guess... I uh, I promise I'm not high right now. That was just a genuine question. (laughs) All right. So let's start at number 10 for the list that we came up with together. At number 10, we have Matt Cullen. He ranks fifth all-time in points uh, among centers for the Anaheim Ducks. In 427 games played, he scored 65 points, 135 assists for a nice round 200 points. That He did that across six seasons uh, from 1997 to 2003. So yeah, unfortunately, no cup for him. He did make, I guess, the conference finals against, or the Stanley Cup final against the New Jersey Devils in that 0203 season. Yeah. Uh, he would have been part of that. And he... Uh, Anything to add about Matt Cullen there? He, he was no, pretty high on your list. so Yeah, it was just a, a solid guy, I'd say. Um, yeah, solid player. Stuck around for quite a while. And uh, through so, like some of the rough years, I'd say, especially being an expansion team. And uh, this one took a few years to really develop and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, just a great guy on this roster. And just where he slots in on points uh, amongst centers there for this franchise. Uh, it at least deserved being in the top 10, I thought. Yeah, no, for sure. I, well, I'm not going to lie. I didn't originally have him in my top 10, but yeah, he did stick around for a good portion of this. He was uh, huge, huge in the development of this team. And sorry, I did lie. He was traded in that 0203 season, so he wasn't part of that, um, that cup run. Ah, oh, um, Yeah, played 50 games, so he would have been traded just... Maybe not just before the trade deadline, but probably around January. But around there, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, still a still a huge part of the team and their history. So, 
Uh, number nine, we've got a more recent player, Adam Henrique. He ranks uh, 11th all-time in centers and points. In just 210 games, 121 points. So he is quickly moving up the list. Uh, and he is in his third season since coming over from, uh, what was it, the New Jersey Devils? Is that how we got um, him? I believe yeah, yeah, it was. so. Yeah. Was he? And then we sent Palmieri the other way. Is that correct? Is that how that deal worked? Uh, I am not actually 100% sure about that. Let me... Oh, here. Hold on a second. I need to take a look. No, so he was traded from New Jersey with uh, Joseph Blandisi and a third-round pick in the 2018 draft uh, to Anaheim for Sammy Vatnin and a conditional third in 2019. Oh, okay. Okay, he was that um, that trade then, the Vatnin one. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because I know Palmieri was a duck. There's been a a few trades between those teams over the last few years. So, yeah, I think Henrique is really going to develop as a uh, solid staple of this team's history. I see him sticking around for a while. He's really slotted in nicely in the the middle six. Uh, He could potentially even move up to that number one center when Ryan Getzlaff inevitably retires. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I think I can see him having a future with this team and I think it's only up uh, in the, the rankings for him. Yeah, for sure. Moving on to number eight, Andrew Cogliano. Uh, we both had him around the same, same spot, six and seven on our lists. Um, but unfortunately did get pushed down to eight on the mashup, I guess if you want to call it that consolidated yeah. list. <laughs> Got to use those big words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, Another one of those guys that's stuck around for a long time, 584 games played, 233 points, so about a half point per game pace, and played eight seasons between 2011 and 2019. Uh, he is he's up there, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth all-time in games played for the Ducks. So yeah. uh, definitely a staple of this team's history once again. And yeah, do you have anything to say about Andrew Cogliano? No, you pretty much uh, summed it up right there. Yeah, like you said, ninth in all-time games played. And, I mean, it shows that the the team saw something in him as well that they liked having kept him around for that long as well, right? Because I don't believe he's had any uh, no moves or anything like that in contracts. So it shows that he's just a player that fit with their system for uh, a long time. And, uh, yeah, just someone that uh, really benefited the Anaheim Ducks and he, he was able to stick around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, number seven, going back a little bit further in the team's history here, Peter Sikora in 197 games played, so a little bit less than some of the guys we've already talked about, had 131 points, uh, but he was huge in um, kind of the golden era of this team, if you want to put it that way, 2002 to 2006, uh, you know, just as they were pushing into the Stanley Cup finals and winning conferences and winning division titles. Uh, he was a big part of that, and uh, he was went to the conference final uh, in 06, the year before they uh, would have then went on to win the Stanley Cup in the 06-07 year. Uh, yeah, and then went on to have a great career uh, elsewhere as well. So, uh, I mean, in quite a few different places. Um, played over 1,000 games, 721 points. But, uh, yeah, really, really took off with the Anaheim Ducks, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Sakura scoring at like a like over a half point a game pace, 
um, which was really great considering that, uh, you know, for how long he played, he played, yeah, just around three seasons with us. So great to see those kind of numbers and kind of wish that he had stuck around a little bit longer. Um, I forget. Let me take a look here as to the reason that he did leave. Was it not? Oh, yeah, he was traded to the New York Rangers for uh, Maxime Kondraev. I, I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. Kondrativ. Uh, yeah, not really. Kondr- Kondrativ, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not really a great deal uh, for the Ducks, but I mean, what can you do? Um, yeah. Can't always, can't always win them, but... Mind um, you, at that after after he left us, he kind of bounced around. Like the longest he stayed with one team for a uh, was the Pittsburgh Penguins from 2007 to 2009. So, like otherwise, yeah, he stayed with the Rangers for one, or he stayed with the Rangers for the rest of that year. Uh, was with the Edmonton Oilers for the 0607 season. Then went to Pittsburgh, was there for two seasons. Then Minnesota uh, went to the Czech League and the KHL for. A uh, year came back to New Jersey for one year, and that was it for him in the NHL. So, yeah, quite the um, mixed bag, I guess, if you want to put it that way, of um, of seasons. But yeah, he really did take off around the 2000s when I th- believe he won the cup with the Devils. In what year was that? Was that 2000? Uh, I want to say in yeah, I believe 2000. They, the Devils won the cup. I could be wrong on that though. But yeah, still like was solid for the for the Ducks, and I mean he was uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth all time in in points among centermen. So uh, with how little he played, he was he was big for this team. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to number six, Rob Niedermeyer. Um, also on both of our lists, you know, we had uh, maybe differing perspectives on. On him, but he was huge. After in, talking it out, <laughs> uh, after talking it out, we uh, off air so that we uh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't want to show you guys our little lovers' quarrel about Rob <laughs> Niedermeyer. So, uh, but yeah, he was huge in that that cup run of '07 for the playoffs. He uh, was also part did, of the team for the 2003 run. Yes, yeah, exactly. 382 games played, uh, 124 points, 311 penalty minutes as well. So. Uh, basically a, a penalty every other game. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was good in the playoffs as well. Uh, that uh, 06 07 one got 10 points in the 21 games it took for them to win the cup in that 03 run uh, as well, had 10 points in 21 games. So very reliable in the playoffs, which you always want to see. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, the guy got to, it's not necessarily about him in this case, but it, it would be pretty cool, one, to win the Stanley Cup, but two, to win it with uh, your brother, Scott Niedermeyer, who uh, I believe was the captain at the time, or was it Getzlaff at that point? I forget. No, it was, it was Niedermeyer. It was uh, Niedermeyer, Scott. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty sweet. And yeah, he, he put up good points. Like, uh, Rob put up great points during his time as a doc. Uh, was definitely one of the, one of the more strong men, I guess, on, uh, on that team, uh, racking up the penalty minutes for sure. But yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah, like you said, he was, um, he obviously got us Scott Niedermeyer as well. Cause Scott wanted to come and play with his brother. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was a uh, big for that. I guess, uh, looking at his, uh, Rob's career here, he did eventually go to New Jersey as well. So they both played for each other's teams for a little bit there, but yeah, just, uh, 
Def- definitely a, a huge part of this team's history and to be part of the cup uh, that they have is also a big deal. Uh, number five, we've got Ryan Kessler. Uh, again, we were kind of divided on him uh, a little <laughs> more so, but yeah, it's, I think I'm a little biased when it comes to Kessler think, for I other reasons. I think we settled on a good spot for him though, honestly. I think so five. too. I think, uh, number I five, think it is right still very warranted. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's hard to argue with the numbers for him. 346 games played, 180 points, uh, 326 penalty minutes, uh, played for five seasons from 2014 is, to 2019. He's still technically on contract with us. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Just and injuries or anything. Yeah, he was he was huge standing up for you know the guys like Getzlaff and Perry. He would be the guy to step in um, when needed to. He got under team skin, made a lot of space for Perry and Getzlaff. So he was huge for... Uh, for the team and uh, really, I guess, allowing our stars to shine um, if you don't count him as a star, which I personally don't, but you, you can't <laughs> deny his importance for this team. So, Yeah, and he was, uh, he was always a fan favorite as well. Um, I do remember watching one video from an exhibition game and uh, it wasn't like the main guys on the ice. I think it was pretty early in exhibition. And uh, you, can, you can find this on YouTube. So Kessler goes undercover as a like a huge fan, like attending his first ever Ducks game, and they get him in like a wig and a beard and put like a a belly pad on him to make him look bigger and whatnot. Because at one point he goes to a concession stand that Corey Perry is working at, and he just takes the rack of candy and he's like, "This guy's got it," and he points at Perry, and Perry's just like confused. Yeah. And honestly, go watch that video if you just need a laugh. It's from a few years ago. It's it's great. Yeah, no, he is. It is a really funny video. You really see a different side of Kessler rather than the on ice pest that he can kind of be sometimes. Yeah, so. uh, like off, off, like off the ice. I'd love to have a beer with him. I would hate oh, to for be sure. off the ice against him though. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess he has a, a podcast with Kevin Bieksa uh, as well, and I've heard oh, good things about that great. as well. Great, that would yeah, actually heard, be great. The two of them. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's really good. So um, I haven't checked it out yet, but yeah, he is. I think that his off-ice presence really shines in that. So, yeah, uh, let's move on to number four, I guess, on our list. Uh, Saku Koivu. He is sixth all-time in points among centermen, 332 games played, 191 points, and played five seasons, 09 to 2014. Not really a... I mean, the Ducks were still good at this time, but it wasn't really their um, their strong playoff time. They, they were more regular season dominant. Uh, yeah, very regular season dominant. Yeah, exactly. Very regular season dominant. Uh, I'm trying to remember if we... I think we made it to the third round one time in that span, but otherwise it was first and second rounds that we've made and typically second round exits, I believe. So, Again, I could be totally wrong on that, though. I'm just... I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, so please don't bash me on Twitter for it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it looks like first round exits. uh, Six games, seven games... Uh, yeah, and then 13. So that would be uh, probably two, potentially. Yeah, definitely two rounds, potentially three, depending on how long those series were in 13, yeah. 14. So yeah, not not super strong playoff-wise. But yeah, also, what a career. 1,124 games played, 832 points. Obviously, most of that coming with uh, the Montreal Canadiens. Um, but still played, like we said, five seasons with the Ducks. So, 
Yeah, and I I believe it was. Yeah, I believe it's Sack who is a um, uh, a cancer survivor actually. Oh really? Yeah. So, um, which I actually found out. Let me let me double check that right now. But uh, I actually found that out from if you know the band, two uh, thousands band primarily, uh, Simple Plan. They're from the uh, Montreal area, and they had a song called uh, "Save You," and they the whole video has like uh, survivors of uh, different things. I believe it's primarily cancer and whatnot, but uh, Saku Koevi does make an appearance in it. I'm just double checking that right now, um, just pulling up the the video on Quiet, but. I'll, I'll tell you that here in just a second. But uh, yeah, I believe that's the first place that I actually saw it. Unless Miku played with Montreal at some point also, but I don't think so. No. Yeah, yeah, it was Saku Koivu. There's a yeah. couple new news articles that popped up here about, uh, about it. It was... Oh yeah, yeah. If you look at his career stats, he only played three games uh, in 01-02. So yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, and there, yeah, there it is here. Saku Koivu, cancer survivor since January of 2002. This is in the Simple Plant Save You uh, video. If you want like a good, if you want like a really good song, that's also a tearjerker when you listen to the lyrics. Take a listen to Simple Plant Save You and watch the video because like that's just gonna make you cry even harder. It's good to have a cry <laughs> just for the sake of it, honestly. Oh yeah, no, it is good. It's very cleansing. Yeah. Uh, all right, number three on our top ten centers list. Andy McDonald uh, also ranks third in points among centermen in franchise history. 259 points in 391 games across seven seasons with the team. Played from 2000 to 2008, so has his Stanley Cup ring as well. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves, I think. Yeah, the numbers are pretty damn great. Uh, I'm just doing the calculation right now, actually, as to like point percentage, but... Um... 391 games played. So yeah, same around a, like a 0.66 uh, point per game pace. So uh, yeah, so like every three games, he'd have a point in two of them. So yeah, yeah, which is pretty good. Um, yep, that's that's very solid production for for anybody. Uh, and then second on our list, Steve Ruchin, 616 games played. Uh, 432 points across 10 seasons, uh, played from 94 to 2004. And uh, again, just stuck around for a long time. So, Yeah, and he came into this franchise, would have been the year, their second year ever. So, because the team started in uh, 93. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, he was also captain for uh, just one season, 2003, 2004 season uh so where he played 82 games got 43 points uh, and he was 32 years old yeah so it definitely uh like the guy led in points 100 percent with like 432 in 616 games oh, yeah. uh but was definitely uh a locker room guy as well to be able to get that captaincy in his what became his last year in anaheim so yeah, um, yeah exactly. he did move on to play in New York and Atlanta uh, 
like two more seasons total uh, before he retired. So, yeah, yeah, the, uh, he's also yeah the majority of yeah except for that those two years in New York and Atlanta, his the rest of his career was as a duck. So yeah, uh, and yeah, he's fifth all time in uh, points uh, on the ducks as well. So. Uh, Cam Fowler is right behind him. Well, not right behind him, but next behind him with 301. So Fowler's still with a ways to go there. Um, yeah. And then after that, it's just exponential growth into the top four. But <laughs> um, but yeah, still obviously a huge part of this team. Um, I do want to go back to Andy McDonald real quick before we hit our number one, sure. uh, who if you haven't figured it out by now, you can probably guess who it is. But uh, <laughs> Andy McDonald in that 07 Cup run had 14 points. So um, just wanted to... Oh, dang. You know, how, many, how many games again? I don't have his numbers up. Sorry. Uh, oh, I apparently don't either. Um, oh, here. I got it right here. Um, in the 07 run, you said? Uh, 21 games, 14 points, 10 goals, 4 assists. Wow. Yeah. So, which is huge uh, yeah. in the playoffs. Like, like that, obviously, that's really good. Obviously, <laughs> sc- like scoring wins games, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, really these top three guys are just like the staples of this team. Like they're, I mean, there's other guys that you think of when you think of this team. And um, to me, some of the biggest names fall in like the wingers, uh, defensemen and goalies. So this, uh, the sentiment one was a little bit tricky for me, but I I think that all 10 of these guys deserve to be on this list. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think, uh, but yeah, it was just a little, little tricky to come up with a list for this one. Did you find that as well? Or was that just me? Yeah, I did. I think it was pretty easy to determine kind of like the top three, maybe top yeah. five. But yeah, once you got into the, the bottom five, there is a bit harder to pick. And on my own list was hard to kind of place guys actually. Cause you're like, I found oh, that there's as well. this, but there's this also, and this guy's done this and yeah. 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 Really. I, I couldn't really think of anybody that was like, you know, an elite star of of the ducks for a long time uh that besides our number one um who was a centerman who was a centerman yeah because i I was thinking guys like you know solani korea pronger jaguar um scott niedermeyer i forgot about rob (laughs) yeah um you you know like like, all those they were all they're all wings defensemen or goaltenders so yeah yeah exactly um but there is the number one who is very obvious and i think we talked about him already (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is definitely his episode. <laughs> 1,053 games played, 965 points, as well as 888 penalty minutes. Played 15 seasons between 05 and uh, 2020, so still playing right now. Leads uh, the team in games played all time. Uh, almost leads in points. Uh, he, he's very close, and I'd be very sad if he didn't get there. He'll do it next season. Yeah. From Regina, your 10-year captain, uh, Ryan Getzlaff. Like, it's, yeah, it's not even a debate. Like, not even close. Yeah. Like, he he takes this one without a doubt. Yeah. If someone wants to have an argument for the sake of having an argument, tweet us that Ryan Getzlaff isn't the top player for the Ducks. Like, I'm top not even center. I'm, not, I'm oh. not even talking top center. Top player for the Ducks. Really? Yeah. Okay, there's an argument with uh, okay, Timmy Solani there. So. Okay, <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe. Sorry. I'll, I'll stick with that. But like, I mean, Getzlaff honestly is in that talk, especially if he plays the one more year and he passes Timmy Solani. 
Like you, yeah. you could, you could actually have that argument. Honestly, you could. You're saying I was gonna backtrack, yeah. but I'm like, hey, he's only like he's not even. But he's. I'm trying to do math in my head. It's not 34. going very well. No, I'm looking at points. Sorry. Oh, uh, oh points. Yeah, yeah he's like only. He's, he's 23 points back. Yeah, yeah. So, which uh, in, if you're taking to a be look fair, at, in almost a hundred games more like 100 more games played with the Ducks. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... But the fact that he's been able... That he's gone that long as well, so... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's very well-deserving for him anyways, but... Yeah. Yeah, definitely well-deserved for Getz laugh. And if he doesn't yeah. go down into the Hall of Fame and is one of the top uh, Ducks players of all time, it's a, it's a travesty. Yeah, exactly. That's... Like the year after he retires is a banner raising for Getzlaff. Oh, one hundred percent. No one else is touching number fifteen. No, ever again. Like, yeah. even if it's not retired right away, no one's wearing it until it's retired. So, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. As always, this podcast is a production of the Hockey Podcast Network. You can check out other podcasts from the perspectives of other teams. All of the other thirty podcasts are going strong with uh, weekly episodes, just like us. Uh, so they'll be coming out. Every Monday, you can follow the network at HockeyPodNet, and you can also follow our own show on Twitter at QuackReportPod. Uh, Nate's been running that and putting a whole bunch of polls up just to keep you guys entertained and find out what you guys are up to, what you guys' thoughts are on Ducks-related stuff. So definitely go give that a follow if you have a Twitter. Yeah, and please uh, respond for that. It's, it's, it's odd when I go, uh, hey, what are you guys doing? And there's no response. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if... And we also have our own show, The Shooting Around Show, with new episodes coming out every Monday. But we are putting that one on pause uh, just while this is all going on. So, uh, but you can still follow it on Twitter at Shooting Around. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, go Ducks Go uh, in all your shell games that you're playing. And we will see you next week. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Six feet apart. If you want to make that simple, take a hockey stick with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh also buy your hockey jerseys There's buy no your hockey jerseys do yeah. it <laughs> do it do it now <laughs> this is the time to make a massive collection that will annoy the hell out of your girlfriend or wife <laughs> <laughs> see you guys next time